0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another long cast. and it is time for episode 31 on the Lucas Hyde podcast, and today I have a good friend of mine, Ryan Rezbitzki, on. He is another friend that I've met through Andre. Um, it was so much fun having him on for this podcast. I think Ryan is a hilarious human being. Um, we He's someone I've hung out with a lot over here, and he's just one of those people that I think his jokes are really random and are, but they're always just out of place and they're hilarious. And for whatever reason, they'd always just strike a chord with me. So it's always fun hanging out with him. And I was glad to have him on. And this podcast, I was going back and listening to it and I was trying to pick a good spot to cut it off. And it was really hard actually, because I've realized that the conversation actually just kind of took its turns and flew pretty, pretty well. We just went down each rabbit hole and kind of turned each corner and found out where we wanted to talk. It was a lot of fun. So in this one, we talked a lot about, um, We just kind of joked around in the beginning a little bit, and then we all kind of went off and we started talking about basketball and NBA and sports and football and everything like that, that we both have a lot of common knowledge in as well. But he also is someone that is interested in college basketball as well, which was uh, fun to talk about. And that's one of the main things we talked about on this podcast today. And then I couldn't, like I said, find a really good spot to cut off in the middle. So right when I cut this one off right at the end, I just stopped it right before we started getting to talking about working out because he's someone that also works out a lot. And just like me, I'm he's really into fitness and being as healthy as he possibly can be. So it's a lot of fun uh, talking about those things. So right around there, I cut it off. And next week, we're going to be talking about his squash and everything because he plays squash for his school and all that and uh, how that's uh, kind of Been in his life and the things that's kind of affected for him and how he's kind of grown up and learned from that, Uh, but this podcast was just so much fun and it was just I was glad to have him on. So, uh, without further ado, here is part one of episode thirty-one with Ryan Wersbitzky. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy. See you guys. Bye. You ready? I think I'm ready. How's that water taste? It's pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, we got San Pellegrino. You like the last water? You took it right in front of my eyes. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was your... I was willing to share it. Actually. You were willing to share it, actually?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I was I was sick last week, so that actually wouldn't have been that great of a thing, well, you know? I wouldn't want to get you sick.
1: I'm slightly sick right now. You're just slightly a, sick right j- now? Just keep, a little bit. Keep that mic close to you. Yeah, just, there just we go. A, just a little bit. My mom and my brother had this fucking cold. My mom still has this fucking cold. And I, every, like, I don't know the right way. To like tell a person to like shut the fuck up and like get some more, <laughs> get some more medicine yeah. or something. Because mm-hmm. when I do it, I'm just like used I hate that noise. Yeah, and if I were at that pace, I would be doing like I would not cough. I would get tea all the time, and I'd be yeah. taking throat. Long,
0: You're like, just like me. I take like three or four tea bags, and I throw it in the one thing. I'm yeah. just going all in. I'm trying to get better. Yeah. You
1: know, I get like two days max. I'm keeping that thing. I know, you know. But she like harvests it. I told her like, take some Nyquil. Like go to bed early, and she's like, "Do something." I a Nyquil hurts my stomach. I'm like, "Well, that f- you've had this cough for like two weeks." <laughs> I came back from vacation. <laughs> it's and time to take care she of it. Still had this fucking cough, mm-hmm. and it was just annoys me so much. And she yeah. knows it annoys me.
0: Yeah. But you don't think... Uh, see, if it was you and me, Ryan, and we were living together,
1: oh, yeah. I think I might just keep it to annoy you. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> see, I thought I left all that behind because my roommate had this, like, <laughs> he was dying. Yeah. Like, there was something... I don't know what it was. He sounded so awful all the serious, time. He had a serious cold. It was like a cold mixed with, like, just That fungus. cold went in ham. It yeah, went deep. yeah. It went deep into those lungs. And... He breathed like a horse at night. Yeah. So I would like, and I, and I, when I sleep, I like. Is he's, he giving you the young? <sighs> it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it almost like sounds that, like Darth Vader, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's like water filling up, you know. But it's oh like, man, it's not like that. But it's like just a heavy breath. Yeah. And I, I feel like when I sleep, I'm. It's like, a heavy mouth breath too. It is. Yeah. It's because right your your nose is sauced. Yeah. Your nose is sauced. <laughs> yeah. He's nothing coming out of that nose. So <laughs> he, this man. You breathe so heavy, and I have to, I can't take that when I sleep. I need, like, absolute silence or just, yeah. like, weird white noise. White so noise. I put in, like, I have to wear my headphones to sleep. Yeah. And it's not comfortable. Oh, it's no, it's not comfortable, especially if over-the-ear sleep. headphones. Yeah. Not comfortable at all. No. Yeah, fuck that noise. That's where the AirPods come in handy. Yeah, but the AirPods. Do you yeah. like the AirPods? My, dog, my dad has. I'm, I can't complain. You can't complain. But they're funny, uh... They're a good meme, though. Yeah, because the like <laughs> everybody's the meme is, wearing them now. Yeah, and the stereotype holds true most of the time. That like, you got this guy who's like a businessman who yeah. just doesn't care about the world and just like he's got go his AirPods, in. talking to people with his AirPods in.
0: We definitely have that people. We, we I see that all the time now. People just walking around with their AirPods in. They're always wearing some sort of suit too. Yeah, that's you know? the only way you can wear the AirPods. You don't ever see a bum going around with AirPods in. <laughs> no, no bums have AirPods. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the only way to do it. One time we were at a, in Florida actually, and someone lost a set of AirPods. Not on the team, but um, I think we found a set, and everyone was popping off. We we're like, oh my god.
1: Tons of airpods <laughs> just some random right. ones they weren't
0: yours there was two pairs of them but then we found out later there were knockoffs so everyone was like no oh. no no! it's a hard pass on that
1: <laughs> were they were they the same like was there a noticeable difference in quality
0: uh i didn't listen to them because i have a samsung yeah so
1: i didn't i didn't get to use them but they looked fat they just look <laughs> they didn't look like <laughs> the regular airpods you know what i'm saying they were like the ugly cousin of an airpod yeah just like a dumber version
0: yeah We've been recording for a little bit now, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you digging it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Ryan, by the way. For everyone who hasn't been yeah. listening, Ryan, wears bitsky. What's up? Now, you have to come on, and you already started hot. I can already tell. You had some yeah. shit to say. Oh, no, well, I always got you to had say. to say. You it's, had to come and roast people with colds already? It's bundled up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that any day. You'll do that any day. I know exactly what you're saying, though. It's that heavy, heavy mouth breath that gets you. And you hate when you have it, too, because like you said, nothing's coming out of your nose. Yeah. not even it's at, it's so bad where you know the snot doesn't even come out because you can't even generate the power to get yeah. past all that snot so, and that mucus <laughs> so it's just that you're just <laughs> blowing as fast as you can as hard as you can
1: i feel like most of the time i don't actually get sick that often at all yeah at all like well really. you're pretty healthy yeah i i think i am but i don't but also just like my immune system is always i think just like you top the, tier. <laughs> you have the best immune system don't you? i don't know i feel like i went to preschool went yeah. through all that you know we Went to the like you when you go to preschool, yeah. you basically just get cooked by everybody else because <laughs> they just throw all the diseases at you. Yeah, but you come out of it like a superhero. oh, it's just a cesspool of like. <laughs> but then you get into it and then you're out and you're like, yeah, I can fight anything. Yeah, it's great. There,
0: there is that theory that you should um you should go. That's like the whole thing behind vaccinations is that you should you get a little bit of it and then you come out stronger in yeah. the end. That's what preschool is. It's just one big vaccination. You get everybody together. It's great. Yeah. It's natural, too. Yeah. They have you know? chicken pox parties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone gets it, and then they're fine for the rest of their life. Yeah, I know. It's That's the best
0: way to take care of it, too. Get it early, right? Yeah. But then you fight. You come out stronger, like eating dirt and stuff. Do you, yeah.
1: Have you watched steve at all? Like the comedian dude? Yeah, the comedian. Oh, yeah. Or, you he know, should everyone be, knows him from Jack. He should be dead.
0: He really should be. I'm pretty He's sure he dead. poured acid on himself. Have you heard the story?
1: He like jumped off like a five story building and landed and cracked his skull open. Did he really? Yeah. And they no reason he should have lived, but somehow he did.
0: Yeah. He has a tattoo of himself on his back. (laughs) That guy is a clown. I love him.
1: He's so funny. (laughs) He was on the uh, Hot Ones show. Have you seen that?
0: (laughs) No, I haven't. What is it? Oh, the wings. The 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 chicken wing wing one. Yeah. Yeah. How was he? He was probably hilarious.
1: Yeah, but like, he can't be that old, right? He's got to be like maybe fifty or so. S- I don't no think he's, he's that 60. old. Yeah. No, he's not sixty for sure. Like forties or fifties, right? Yeah. He sounded awful. His yeah. like his the way he his talked. voice
0: it, it does kind of sound <laughs> like he's he's struggling <laughs> a little bit.
1: But man should not be struggling. Yeah. You know?
0: He's I like him. He seems to have mellowed out a little bit, but he's still super crazy. I was watching on his Instagram the other day. He had Chuck Liddell put him out in a rear naked. Yeah, and he just. He's like, all right, yeah, put me out, dude. Put me out. <laughs> Chuck Liddell locks it up. And there's this one thing where people don't realize when someone puts you in that position, there's not really anything you can do. Because he literally goes, he chunks it up, gets his neck, gets his arm right around. And he goes, three, two, one. And he just goes right out. And he's sitting there and he, goes, he wakes up. He goes, whoa, man, that was wa- That was one of the best ones yet. And like Chuck Liddell did just get knocked down his last way, But then you realize, oh, okay. That's that's because he's fighting another fighter. You yeah. Know what I mean, but.
1: Oh, yeah. He's just going and locking it up on Steve no problem, because he lets him. And then. <laughs> I feel like most of those fights, you see these guys, and like some dude's getting like fucked up. And oh, yeah, because like, you, you but, don't
0: watch that. You watch some UFC and stuff, right? We, I've, we I've all been get getting, together and watch yeah, stuff.
1: I've been getting more into it. I don't know mm-hmm. too many like names. Like if you yeah. just name people, I probably wouldn't know. But you definitely are entertained by it. Yeah, and I, I know a good like. You know, I know I'm more know definitely no definitely know more than the average human being yeah. about about UFC and stuff, like that. and I watch a lot of Joe Rogan stuff too. Oh, so of course, yeah, so you hear so, about it all the time. So I hear him. Mean, he has like little fighters and the on Luke's high podcast. Yes, of <laughs> course. The two main ones I listen to. Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, no, I find it I find it really entertaining. But mm-hmm. you do see those guys just get like destroyed. Oh, there's moments. But where then you're... you realize like these guys are like. It's like any pro. It's like if he gets destroyed, it's still like that man would destroy you. Like, you know, it's just levels to it. There was actually just recently a
0: picture that came out of this guy that tried to rob a UFC female fighter. Homeboy got (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) He got fucked up. Yeah. Like he just, he just, there's this picture of him and his face is just, it's, you can only recognize one side of it. I think she only (laughs) threw like, she only (laughs) threw like two punches or something and threw a rear naked on him and she just sauced him. Jesus. Yeah. The people don't realize, like, you can't really do much against someone who really knows what
1: they're doing. Yeah, like real fighters. Like, I feel like a lot of the time at, like, college, I don't know, just, like, with guys, at least my, definitely my roommate, he just wants to hit people sometimes. I think that's, like, a college thing around
0: that age. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense, where everybody, also, too, everybody's drinking.
1: It's not even, like, that, though. It's, like, on just normal days, he'll just be, like, something, like, pissed him off, (laughs) and he'll be, like... I want, to, I want to hit somebody. You want to fight, dude? You want to fight? Yeah. You just like I want to, I want to fight somebody and I want to hit them really hard. That's yeah. that young bull testosterone yeah. right there. The youngest <laughs> of testosterones. I feel like I get that too sometimes. You know, you just like oh, I've been there. I've been there. Punch somebody. I want to, someone to hit me so I can hit them back. Kind of. Yeah. Because you can't
0: go out just hitting people. You know yeah. what I mean? That's can't walk around like
1: that. No, that's not good for society.
0: Yeah, but if you're going out, you're at a party. You don't know. Yeah, if someone hits you someone you hit back, someone there's right? a slight push <laughs> you get into it it's great i mean i've not ne- i've never been in a fight personally i mean yeah. I, i've done jujitsu which that's play fighting yeah, pretty much. yeah but i've never been in like a street fight or anything but i always hear stories about kids that i know where they're just walking down the street and i've, I've heard a couple frat stories where um they're just like walking down the street and they run into like another crew of frat guys and they just start throwing yeah they're just like you look at each other wrong, fuck you, dude. Yeah, no. See, I'm not like that, but yeah. I could see
1: in college where kids just go, hey, you, "Well, you look, at me th- you look at me that way." <laughs> yeah, because they—they, they, I don't know. It's like the whole like alpha male type thing, and they yeah. just—they can't be okay with like another person like thinking that they're like mm-hmm. a pussy or stuff like that. But it's
0: weird because like the most alpha male thing is to not care. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's alpha male to. <laughs> Being the being the most alpha yeah, to know that you are better than them. yeah to, well to know they that you don't have to, to worry you. about it like yeah. you don't have to worry about it, you know what I mean, yeah, so it's kind of this weird thing where everyone's like, yeah yeah, you know i'm the I'm the man mm-hmm. you know, i'm I'm willing to hit something, but <laughs> when it comes down to it, that the real most meta play is just to go, and eh, you know I'm, I know, it's all right, man, like I know it's it's no big deal, yeah, like you're all you're never worried about the guy who is who's sitting there he's like oh i want to fight everybody but you're worried about the guy who's just sitting there like chilling but he's got that serious look on his face yeah you know he's kind of looking at you and you're like yeah. oh, that guy <laughs> he knows something i don't know what he knows. <laughs> he's just like posturing up in the back of the corner yeah yeah i feel like you're like that sometimes
1: you studying just kinda, you just kind of posture there you kind of stick your chin Obs- up a little observing bit. yeah <laughs> i feel like if i were in a real fight though i would i would succeed Depending on like the guy, right? Like not not the tallest man, but if I had a dude, like let's say even just a little small, maybe taller but not as big, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of it is dependent on skill level. That too. So let's just say like
0: you're in pretty good shape. So if a guy doesn't do anything, you know what I mean? Like your average human college male, you'd probably beat him up, you know? But you never know. Yeah, you never know because then. You start doing something. Maybe take him to the ground. Maybe you know something. <laughs> <laughs> then you're in some trouble.
1: Then you're in some trouble. Just swing some arms everywhere. Just he's just dying.
0: Yeah, because uh, I mean, I've rolled with some like black belts and brown belts. Yeah, and I know I know something. Like I I I'm not I'm a novice, right? Don't get me wrong. I don't know a yeah, lot, yeah. but I know something. And then I roll against those guys, and you're like, ooh. They I know don't know. More. I don't know anything. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know anything. If this was real, I'd be dead. Yeah, I'd just be dead. That was kind of like I. We went up to a squash tournament for all those listening. Yeah. I, I play squash, sort of like racquetball, um but better. And <laughs> so on a, on a squash team, we went up to Fordham, New York. Yeah, played against Fordham, NYU. Uh, Swarthmore, Lehigh, and like Bryant University. Oh, okay. Do you
0: play for the actual squash team, or is it like kind of like a club thing?
1: It's the highest level at our school.
0: Okay, so it's like the highest that's offered there. That's
1: pretty. Fun. Yeah, yeah, that's good. How and do you then, feel about it? I like it. Yeah, you do. Yeah.
0: How'd you get? How'd you get started? Because I wouldn't peg you for
1: a squash man. You know. Yeah, no, I get I get pegged for rugby a lot. I could see that. And then yeah, mostly I tell people I could play rugby. I used to play rugby, like, and then I tell my play squash, and they're like, oh. I can see rugby, but I don't see squash because a lot of squash guys are like really lanky. Yeah. And like.
0: Well, it's similar. It's a similar tennis build, you know? Yeah.
1: I feel like tennis people look much better, though, than the average squash athlete.
0: I think it's something that for, I don't know if it was like my own insecurities when I was younger, but like I just always felt, because I played tennis, I was always like, man, tennis people are just not that jacked. But the then doll, you get though. older. Then you get older, and you start actually looking at the top athletes. You're like, man, those motherfuckers—they're jacked. Yeah. Like I've seen Rafa in person, standing next to him. That is a huge human being. <laughs> really? <laughs> he's he's awesome. He's absolutely 6'2", for sure, and he's just exploding out of his shirt. He's just, <laughs> the muscles just can't hide. That's There's hilarious. nothing that can hide them. You could definitely put a jacket on that man. You'd be like, that man is jacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like you could put the baggiest clothing on him, you'd be like, all right. I better watch out because he's definitely bigger than I am. Yeah. (laughs) And then Novak came out and Novak is, he's thinner than I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He does seem like that. But the doll, you see him on the court. You can see him on TV, which I feel like sometimes hides sometimes how TV is definitely a whole different experience,
0: which by the way, have you tried VR at all since you've been over?
1: I mean, I've been, I think I've done it few times but no. not, not not right like, after
0: we record this podcast we're gonna fucking check out vr i'm gonna right. show you vr basketball nba <laughs> that's a that's a whole nother
1: story Was that the thing where you like watch actual games yeah just sitting by the like court side yeah you sit court side
0: but you can also sit right behind the hoop so you can see the ball <laughs> go right in <laughs> and you can stand behind the actual hoop itself so you, there's yeah. like a couple different angles that's i've just cool. been watching the highlight videos because i don't have league pass and if you have a League Pass, I think you can watch a lot of the games. I think you watch all of them. Yeah, that would be—it's crazy. We'll we'll check it out right after this. But you look and you go, oh oh oh. So they're like actually six seven. They're actually <laughs> <Yeah>. six eleven. <laughs> like you think it's crazy, and your so we actually have that in our. You've been your your height is on there. Yeah. So in our house, we actually have a little height thing. We've put Joel Embiid up there, and you look and you just go,
1: <laughs> that is just a huge human being. You know, Jimmy met him, Jimmy Jimmy Walters. Yeah. He didn't know he met him. Wait,
0: he. How do you not know that you met MB? He was.
1: He didn't know. I. I was cause I was talking to him He's he was gonna like, get roasted. He, he was like, "Yeah, I actually met him once," <laughs> and I was like, "What, Jimmy?" He's like, "Yeah, I didn't know." I was like, "I didn't get a photo with him," and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> he, it's like, how did you not know that you met Joel Embiid? And he was like, "It was before like it's, I was into <laughs> basketball and everything." Okay, well, there's a six eleven black guy, and he was with people, and they were all like freaking out about yeah. Him. And they he all, just sticks out. He's he's like,
0: when you're that big yeah. of a basketball player and you're seven feet tall, <laughs> you just stick out. You yeah. Know I mean, there's no hiding around it. You know, you just, you're seven feet tall. You're a way man. taller than, you literally <laughs> have to look down on everybody else. Yeah, I don't know. You, see, when I see someone that tall, I go, oh, d- he definitely plays basketball, right? Like, and yeah. especially if they look athletic, you're like, he's got to play basketball. And why yeah. wouldn't he look it up? I'd just be like, oh.
1: Take a photo with this guy. Somebody will know who he is. Somebody you know, know.
0: <laughs> just in case later you start just taking pictures with a bunch of 7-foot tall people. Yeah. You're like one day I've got a an NBA
1: player, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Levers in Philly and And he was in Philly too. Yeah, he was in Philly. And his friends were like taking photos with him. Apparently he was just catching an Uber or something or like car he was waiting for a car ride to go somewhere. Yeah. And his friends got photos with him. Jimmy's got no photo. And only like months later he realized that it was Joel Embiid. Months
0: later? Yeah. How is that even? That doesn't even make sense to me. Me either. You know, I
1: didn't. I couldn't believe it.
0: <laughs> when did you start getting into basketball?
1: Not me. Him. Yeah, I know. He. I don't but know. You yourself, because you you watch I, a great amount of basketball. I, I I was always into college
0: basketball. That's and right. Because you uh, like coaching, right? Coaching, like the way it's designed, right? I think we like, talked about this a little bit.
1: I like the 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 game. It's a like different it's game. It's more
0: structured. It's. There's more plays. that are Yeah,
1: gonna... yeah, yeah. It's a little more. They're they're worse off. Like the the players just aren't as good. Yeah, and so I feel like the coaching is
0: is more system coaching. It's a lot
1: better. There's a lot of plays and stuff like that. Yeah, instead of like free, because yeah. these kids, you know, like especially for Duke, which is the team I follow. Yeah, like these kids are like you ever get st- backlash on that <laughs> for what not like in Duke. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I you don't go, watch that
0: much college basketball, but I feel like everybody hates Duke. Why everyone, is that?
1: Because they're good. Okay, they're good. It's like everyone hating Golden State. Or the Patriots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't really... Actually, but see, Duke is... You can like Duke, though, because of Coach K. Yeah. This guy's been around for like 60 years. Mm-hmm. He's the most winningest coach in like sports history, I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Well, it makes sense, too. It's harder to dislike... If you dislike Duke, it's almost like, yeah, you have to dislike Coach K, right? Yeah. Because these players cycle out every couple years. Yeah. You just have the same coach every time. Yeah. And it just shows how good of a coach he is because every year they're in some sort of contention. Yeah, And it's it sh- goes to show that college basketball really, really is relies heavily on good coaching. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all about the coach in college basketball because, yeah. I mean, he, coaches, he coached the Olympic team. He's a coach for the That's USA right. That's Olympic right. team. Recently, right? I think like most years he is, and to be able to like, so if he's doing that, then he knows how to take like the best players and yeah. actually make them all work as a team. Yeah, I think it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah, but I think, I think it, it also helps that we're the United States. That, that too, but you know, <laughs> have there's you a little little that, bit uh, of leeway. But <laughs> yeah,
0: have you ever seen that video where um, it's the history of Japan and Japan locks its doors to everybody, and the United States comes over. It's like in 1980 or something, and it's just knock knock. It's the United States. <laughs> Open your doors. <laughs> it's like the same thing with basketball. We just show up. Yeah. It's the United States. <laughs> get, all right. Get ready. <laughs> get ready. There's that This too. will not be pleasant. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of it, when you add coaching in. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fascinating, too, because in the NBA, we have, I don't know, because I don't follow all the teams super closely, but I don't think we have that many system coaches. Yeah. Like Greg Popovich or... There's someone Brad Stevens is kind of a superstition. <laughs> I like Brett Brown but he uh definitely I don't know what's going on with their offense right now.
1: Yeah, I've I've been able to watch like a whole game recently. Yeah. But I just I just watch I see the scores. I got really into NBA yeah. last last playoff season. Yeah,
0: especially with the Sixers doing better. Yeah, that's yeah, that's when
1: I came over all the time we'd watch yeah. the playoff games and then like root against the Celtics.
0: So I I'm not a Celtics fan. I really like Kyrie, but yeah. you know, you can't really hate on anybody because you got to respect the game, you know? You got to respect the players, respect yeah. everything. But when it comes out, like, I bleed Sixers hard and I, I don't like <laughs> the Celtics, you know? Yeah. But I'm not, I'm definitely not one of those people that would, like, if I saw a Celtics player, I'd be like, oh, yeah. You. Like, I wouldn't be like that. But probably take a photo with him. <laughs> yeah, you take a photo with him because it's like hype. But when you're sitting there at the TV, yeah, and there's nobody around but Sixers fans. <laughs> I hate the Celtics, you know. Yeah, and it just it's 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 a great rivalry, and I'm glad that it's starting to pick up. Yeah, and now it could be something serious.
1: Yeah, no, we have a. I, th- I like the team this year. I do like the team. I we do got like team. as long if Butler and Embiid can all stay healthy and right? work together. Yeah, and th- Simmons is playing well. Yeah. Th- he's been doing a little more of those jump shots, right?
0: Yeah, which is something we need to see. Yeah, I think that, um. I don't know. I don't know how that works at that level. You know, that really fascinates me is because Simmons is obviously, I've talked about this before is when you get to that level, you know, you're amazing. And you yeah. know, you're incredible. And in practice, I'm sure he hits everything. You yeah. Know? Now, how does that transition oh, yeah. work for a high level it's confident a, athlete?
1: It's all mental. I feel like,
0: yeah. How, what does that look like? What What does he say to himself? You know what I mean? <laughs> that that's what fa- I'd love to ask him. Like, when you're in a game and you're thinking, in that moment, I have a really wide open jump shot that every yeah. other point guard would make. Because I'm sure he thinks about it, right? He he's got to think. it. Yeah, he hears defi- it all the time. Definitely thinks about it. Yeah, someone tells him about it. Someone's got to tell him, like Ben, you got to take more jumpers. Take that. I want to ask him at some point and just be like, w- "Why don't you just take it? You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's a lot of games where they don't matter too much, especially now. The four. Sh- teams in the east that are really strong you have to worry about them but i feel feel like there's a little bit of a drop off after the sixers yeah and also we kind of uh i feel like in philly we we love hate our teams oh yeah like we love our teams but we we shit on them hard
1: (laughs) it's like as long as they're doing well everything's fine yeah as soon as you make one mistake we destroy you You i think
0: there was a couple times this season where jimmy butler came in he had two game winners in a row
1: oh yeah then he was mealy loved
0: yeah we loved him but there was also there was a period in time where we'd lost like a couple games in a row. Like not many. We're still ranked fourth in the East. Yeah. But all I hear is how terrible we are. <laughs> and yeah. how we're gonna have to change things up. And we are we're gonna have to make some changes to win the championship eventually, <laughs> right? I am like obviously we can't do it yeah. this way, but we're doing good right now. Yeah, no, compared to winning fine. nine games in one season. Yeah. I mean
1: Things Come are looking on. good. Yeah. I'm 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 going excited for the playoffs. Yeah. They're coming soon too, right?
0: Yeah. They should be. We're
1: we're over halfway. We're a little bit over halfway, I'm pretty sure. Mm, that's weird to think about. It yeah. feels like it's only been hasn't been too long.
0: Uh yeah, it's it's one of those things that leading up to all sports seasons, I feel like it takes forever yeah. to actually and to get there, yeah. to get there and then once you're there, ooh. Yeah. It's it's game on.
1: It's the same with the Eagles too. Like playoff football playoff football yeah. especially it, it yeah. just seems like the whole season there was so much hate okay there was a lot of hate so much hate and now and since their last run mm-hmm. everyone's brought back yeah, on right the bandwagon dude. Go, i've been birds. seeing all the posts like Scobirds, you know it's birds. like it's it's just funny like, you gotta love it you gotta love it yeah because deep down
0: it. deep down everybody in philly loves their teams yeah but we also have this special like we're gonna shit on our teams if yeah. they're not
1: doing well so, I wonder what it's like in other places, though. Like, do you think, like, like the San Francisco 49ers, like, do you think the fans are like, it's okay, like...
0: I don't know. Maybe next time. I don't know. <laughs> They've got There's got to be some people that, like, hate on their teams, you know? Yeah. And maybe, maybe they do, or maybe they just go, I don't know, the Niners are so bad that <laughs> we're not going to worry about it for a couple years.
1: Yeah, they accept it, and they just move on, you know, they get to the next game. Yeah. But we... We, well the we Niners, spout was, our are hate yeah
0: oh the Philly fans aren't quiet about it at all especially after <laughs> like right after the game yeah. like we could lose one game and be on a six game winning streak it's right after the game Jimmy Butler needs to work on this <laughs> got I mean I'm guilty of it too I watch a game where we're winning and then it comes down to the fourth quarter and we're struggling I'm like if I see one more just pick into spot up shot yeah I'm'm gonna lose my mind I'm gonna lose if we don't if we don't write some sort of real play uh, I don't know because yeah. then you watch the teams that do have really well constructed yeah that's different that's a whole nother game and i feel like that's more in the west also especially like in the east um we've got toronto which is really good and they've got a bunch of players i feel like they use them really well but then you have Giannis, who just let's be real it's it's Giannis, (laughs) and he's he's just destroying everybody and then you have the sixers where we have three superstars and then celtics where they have a bunch of stars. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's kind of fascinating, but I actually want to get back to college basketball. And yeah. Tying that up. Cause you were saying that you, you like that fact that it
1: really relies on more play construction, right? It's also like, you don't always know what to expect, right? Yeah. The games are always a lot closer, mm-hmm. at least with like the top, like the top teams are usually yeah. a lot closer and there's no, it's not like you shoot a shoot a three; it's gonna go in, like the yeah. like with NBA. And so sometimes, like when I watch NBA, it's like, all right, everything's going in. There's not even like, the, the defense is lacking sometimes. Yeah, and like, and for college, it's like all these guys are putting their heart out because yeah. they want to get to the NBA. Yeah, you know. So it's a lot of like, if I a lot I, on the line. Yeah, they're playing to get to like the next level, mm-hmm. and so I like seeing that. It's also nice to see. Just like some some variety too, because they oh yeah. they don't play like the same great you know so yeah. they play at a different level, but it's I think it's a more interesting level to watch. I
0: think it's also more of a chess match type of thing. Yeah, where in the NBA you definitely because um, I'm sure that every single team right they all have it's all a chess match at the end of the day where you have the coaches trying to decide to figure everything out, but there's definitely those moments where you can just be like okay I'm just gonna hand it to my queen. Joel, I am going to hmm. hand it to him. Yeah. He, he's going to get me thirty points, over thirty points, and that's that's locked in for the night. All <laughs> right, sweet. Okay, we yeah, got yeah. that. Um, but you don't have to write super specific plays. Where when you do see it really well written out, like with the Warriors, where they write all these plays for Steph, and you watch yeah. that, it's just incredible to see. Oh, that's what you you can be really creative with <laughs> you coaching. Can do and, that, <laughs> and when you have someone who just knocks everything down, you can do that. And like you said, and in, in, um. In college basketball, it's there's a lot more mistakes. You definitely watch and you're like, these guys just aren't as good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, do you ever do you get into March Madness? I've
0: watched a little bit of it. The games are really exciting.
1: They're the best. Yeah. That's it, what I live for.
0: Yeah. It's really fascinating to me where it seems like because there's so many games played, you're obviously going to have a certain number of games that turn out a certain way. But it always feels like there's these games where it's locked up mm-hmm. and somehow. Dude, it's it's I, every year and people yeah. forget
1: about it and then the next year they're like, "No, how that happened. Yeah. Like, and like last year, the number 16 team won, beat Virginia, the number one team. That was the first time ever, right? Yeah, I think that was, yeah, the first time that had happened and then they kept on winning. Yeah. They won, the, I think they won the next game. I think they maybe lost the next game after that, but yeah, that was
0: the farthest they a 16 seed's ever made. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I watched a chart party on it, I think. It's a YouTube video. You might like them. They talk about uh who actually wins the March Madness every year and it goes to like some subset of all the top teams yeah. like it only goes to them and it's so rare that you have like those runs but when you have those runs they're definitely Cinderella st- there's a reason they're called Cinderella stories is because yeah. they're incredible and i don't know it's just it fascinates me what really really uh i like digging into is watching when the game is all pretty much wrapped up And somehow, because I don't know if it's because these guys aren't as good or if they're just not as nervous or they're not used to the big stage, they make a lot of mistakes in a row. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I I forget um, uh, any games off the top of my head. But you know these games. Yeah. These games where you're just watching like, oh, they're up by eight. There's only 30 seconds left. Oh, yeah. Nothing's over. And then all of a sudden... Fail a couple inbounds, plays out of nowhere, lay yep. layup, ooh, hits a three. Now yep. all of a sudden it's close, tie it up, go to overtime, and then all of a sudden you lose. And it sometimes it happens to those big teams. Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: Well, these big teams sometimes they're young. Like yeah. I don't know if you know do you know who Zion Williamson is? Yeah, he plays for Duke. Yeah, yeah. He is a he's, he's, he's huge. <laughs> he's but jacked. do you know how old he is? He's young. He's he, what? Yeah nineteen or 18. 18, 18? eighteen. He's eighteen. <laughs> And his birthday is in June. Yeah, he's younger than me.
0: Yeah, he is. Not that's crazy. Same, like he's a lot younger than I am.
1: And so and, is RJ Barrett. Yeah, and so is Cam Reddish. Yeah,
0: and you're fairly athletic, also. Yeah, and but, I,
1: I would say I'm pretty athletic too. But
0: I look at those those people and I go, <laughs> that's just a different type of human being. Yeah, there's that's no not. Way. The, I look, look at that and nothing I go, you can do to get to that. <laughs> like I have to definitely pick a different field of study because of that you know what I mean mm. like let's say I was really young and I decided to play basketball I would at some point uh run into him like let's <laughs> say I got pretty good i run into him and I go oh no matter what I do I'm not gonna be that like I'll never be that it's it's almost it makes you realize oh I better pick something I, I can get really good at. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because no matter what I do, no matter how much time I spend pounding the weights, I'm just not going to be that. Yeah. Which is, if you guys haven't seen Zion Williamson, he is what 240 pounds or something.
1: He's bigger than LeBron. Yeah, he's bigger he's the same. LeBron. I think he's the same height, and he weighs like five pounds more.
0: Okay. And if you guys don't know, so if you guys don't want to watch a lot of basketball, LeBron is so big for his position. He's yeah. so big. He's he's. It's notoriously known that. LeBron for his position and how much he holds the ball. Like he really he's big for it. Yeah. So he goes down and he just bullies people in the post. When we watch basketball VR, I'll throw on a LeBron clip for you. And you can you can see him running. <laughs> mountain running in. Yeah. It's you just look at him and you go, Oh my God. <laughs> like, oh, that's why defense sometimes lacks. Because I don't wanna there's just one part where LeBron's posting up. And he creates a little bit of space. And then he goes and he does like the meta play where he gets extra space. So he just slams into the guy to yeah. create more space. And you're like, oh. Because it's definitely not just like a push, you know? Yeah. It's definitely know hitting the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, With you're that, that right to the chest. <laughs> the wind's going out of here a little bit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just, it's...
1: No way you defend that. I mean... Yeah.
0: How do you think he's going to transition to the NBA?
1: Oh, Zion? I yeah. think he's going to... I think... He's he's definitely has to work a little bit on shooting, yeah. but it's it's crazy seeing him. Like I don't I don't notice this with any other players really. He's like a ballerina. He can bounce really good footwork. And yeah, he has am amazing footwork. Do you know when he started playing? Did He start playing when he's
0: really young, or Super,
1: well, pretty young. Okay,
0: because yeah. Embiid's like the opposite side of that. Yeah, you can, can tell though. When, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of those. Um, he doesn't have many handles. Yeah, his handles aren't he's also a lot bigger, like seven there there's not much you can do there. Yeah. But he has a lot of really good footwork and his fundamentals are really sound. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't watched Zion, but
1: it well, sounds like he moves You real should well watch probably. him bounce. It like he he's so agile. He just like boom, boom and then he's at the basket Almost and it's like a skier. Really graceful. Yeah. does yeah. mm. Doesn't he like forces his way in, yeah. but then it's a lot of touch too. Okay. He's got a lot of shooter's touch. Yeah. That's important
0: to have. Yeah. Especially. And in today's NBA. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's... It's it's just interesting to see how different skill sets transition. Because Trey Young's actually doing pretty good, too. He's having a pretty good <laughs> rookie season. though. Trey he's, on, Young. he's on the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. There's i heard... There was a lot of talk about him. And there was a lot of people that weren't sure. And, I mean, he had a good <laughs> three-point shot. But, again, yeah. it's college. You never know. It's a little bit shorter. Yeah. So... It's it's kind of fascinating to see how all these players eventually make their way in there, and whether or not they can actually handle it. But I mean, when you when you have a guy that looks like Zion Williamson, oh right? yeah,
1: he's first round pick. Like they're just deciding right now, like is he going to go first or second, kind of yeah. thing.
0: Who would go above him?
1: That's that's you know you don't know, but like, well, there are some more senior players. Yeah, with, like maybe he is more only experience. when you draft him, he'll be maybe nineteen. Or probably eighteen, right?
0: Do when do you think he's going into the
1: NBA? If he well, say he goes in this next round. Yeah, when that's in May, right? Or I'm not sure. It's
0: yeah, it's sometime in the summer. He'll be yeah. eighteen. Yeah, eighteen or <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> eighteen, and getting drafted. <laughs> like it's, it's a different, different life. At
1: some point, you kind of want You might want a guy that has a little more experience. Yeah, that makes sense. Played college because those guys are usually a lot well more well-rounded a little more patient i'd yeah. say like the guy on uh the bucks Giannis. uh no he's the new he's a new guy he played for villanova um Divincenzo. Di okay yeah yeah he he's like he wasn't well known for being like the best superstar in villanova yeah but he was like really well rounded and then Good basketball and, iq yeah and then in the last game of march madness where they won the game yeah he had like 30 points
0: yeah that i think i heard about him yeah he had and a he's
1: really good game really good for the bucks like he's like always steady yeah he's super steady he gets like maybe 12 points a game but like every game yeah you know and he's just always you can rely on him he'll yeah. shoot a three down it like it's great you know what's probably nice about college basketball that it teaches
0: you for doing so many so many years is that there's a lot of pressure each game yeah and you have to be consistent every game so i'm sure that players that stay a lot longer i don't know how long clay stayed but Clay, other than this year, he's always pretty much really consistent. When he does slump, I guess, it's, we haven't really seen him slump like this before. And he's coming back. But when he does slump, it looks like he has a pretty deep slump. But while he's not in that rut, yeah, he seems to just cruise at this level where if you need him to get a certain number of points, he's going to get you that number of points. And I, I don't know if he was in college for that long, but I could see where that carryover comes from. Because every game is important in college. Yeah. Think about when, what's, Duke lost a game this year, right?
1: Duke did lose a the game. They lost to Gonzaga, though. Yeah. So it was, wasn't was like a bad, they were, Gonzaga's like probably one of the top teams in the country right now, yeah. probably like top five. Mm-hmm. But when they do lose, you just, all you hear
0: about it is the next couple days. Yeah. Like in the sports news, you know.
1: That's. Yeah. It was a, a bad, they were so young, it was like an early, it was really early, it was like in November. Yeah. You know, that was, and it was like maybe the fifth game they've had as a team or something like that Mm -hmm. it's i i don't doesn't really mean anything right now yeah it
0: doesn't well nothing means anything until you get to march madness exactly
1: but it was also i'd say it would mean more if they lost to them like now yeah rather than back then oh
0: okay because earlier on i guess they're trying to figure things out
1: yeah yeah it's like starting with a new team every year basically yeah
0: no that's uh while we're talking about it here it's kind of unfolding for me a little bit better and the appreciation for what, like you're saying, Coach K can do, or any college coach, and just add new pieces every year. And Because in the NBA, yeah, you draft new people, you trade players. Yeah. But let's be real, you're going to have a certain subset of players unless your team is just blowing themselves up. Like yeah. If you're going to the tanking <laughs> route like the Sixers. Yes. I mean, TJ <laughs> McConnell's the only player left from that team that tanked, you know? But... If you're looking at all the rest of the players for a while, they're probably going to stick around. You're always going to have Embiid for you. Might have life. Yeah, he seems to love Philly. Yeah, he's dubbed himself the process. Uh, It's possible that he just stays with us his whole career. He does like a Dirk Nowitzki move. You know what I mean? and just doesn't go anywhere else. But it's kind of kind (laughs) of crazy. Yeah, because in college you got to be all right. I got to learn this whole new player. I got to figure out how he works with him. Certain amount of months, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like in a couple months, I got to get him to the point where he's helping my team. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. It kind of blows my mind. Yeah, and just like yeah, it is weird to think about. Yeah, like how would I don't even know how I would approach that, and that's why you always hear think about the greatest coaches of all time. They're all kind of nuts in a
1: certain way. Yeah, like micromanaging freaks,
0: (laughs) and in a good way.
1: Coach K's old too. Yeah, Man's is like. 70 yeah he doesn't look easy yeah he is Jeez. he's really old <laughs> i
0: feel like they get he dies 10 early though. on and they're for, there forever if you're really good you're there forever you never have yeah. to go anywhere else especially in college and nfl i think it's different
1: yeah you don't see many
0: or nfl and nba i think it's different where your your job isn't as secure yeah i guess
1: I'm definitely not sure. what do you think i feel like i, I it does feel like like the, the, the college coaches yeah they get there when they're like 30 or so okay. and then they You know, if they do a good job, you know. But if they do, like, a decent job, they'll Mm -hmm. usually stay there for, like, the rest of their life. Okay. It seems like that. Yeah. A lot of the guys, like, I know Syracuse Mm -hmm. has this guy that's, like, super old. Coach (laughs) K is super old. Like, most of these guys are, like, in there, you know.
0: Yeah. Do you watch any other college sports?
1: No, I'm not a big college football guy. Not a big Uh, college football
0: guy? Do you like the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I watch NFL. But What what attracts you? Because... It's not the same as NBA, but what attracts you differently for those two? For what the NFL? Yeah, like what separates them for you? Where were you like them better?
1: Oh, like the college, like the pro level of football compared to versus, college level. What do you like? Um, I feel like college football. It's like it's too easy, almost. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of a weird structure. Yeah, where like there's like four teams mm-hmm. that just blow everybody out out of the water. Yeah, not even mm-hmm. fair. And yeah. then. Like and they score too easily sometimes. I I, like, I feel like there is a lot of games somewhere in the middle of the season where you just have
0: like forty three
1: nothing. Yeah, it's like yeah. Wow, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, you know. And I I do like it's a it's tougher and I I like that there is better plays in NFL, but it also seems harder though. It's not as easy as the NBA. Yeah. I think know?
0: I heard something in the
1: I've talked about this before
0: is that the NFL is a one possession league. I think it's like eight out of 10 games and within seven or six points of each other. Yeah. Whereas probably college football. It's not that no way. (laughs) There's also a lot more college football games, but the team, there's definitely a wider spread of the talent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I believe that.
0: Mm -hmm. No, it's just all the sports. It's, there's so many different ways that they can be played and focused on and just the things that you can pick out and that make it different. Like in college, you have a such a different subset of
1: focus that is the formula for success compared yeah. to the NFL. so you still are you still doing tennis or are you doing? Yeah,
0: I still play tennis, yeah. I mean, I, I had my concussion, and yeah, I've been really recovering. I've been taking a long break too from working out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I've just been doing light stuff because what I think needed to happen was
1: I think I overtrained myself, yeah,
0: because I worked out every single day for like four years, pretty much.
1: Was it like intense every day? Yeah,
0: pretty much. Uh, I have some rolling days in there. Yeah, but especially during the week, like Saturday, Sunday, I'd throw in yoga or foam rolling. But okay. My foam rolling session was a Tabata set almost, not not a Tabata set, but a high intensity interval set where I'd do burpees as fast as I could, like to a certain number, and then I'd roll muscles. Yeah. So there was that, and I mean that was tiring. It's only like a thirty minute workout, but it's that's tough. And you got to roll each muscle, and you really get what you put into it. And then yoga, like I don't slack on my yoga. When you get in there, if you really focus and you really stretch, yoga is hard.
1: Yeah. It's hard,
0: especially the balance. I think the balance poses, as soon as you start getting out of down dog and you start getting into lunges, I think that's where you get a lot of the benefit because I think all those tiny little muscles that are all your stabilizing muscles yeah. to start to get work. So I didn't take that easy. And then when I was lifting, like I'd go in there and pound kettlebells. Yeah. Uh, I'd do really fast workouts, but I'd pound those kettlebells as hard as I could. Yeah. And really try and get a good lift. And then I do Tuesday, Thursdays that were sprint days. So I'd be doing their short workouts, but I was doing all out to sets on wind bikes. And
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. so
0: I was doing that every day.
1: So do you, what do you do now?
0: Right now? I just,
1: just lost chilling? stretching. I okay, stretching.
0: Um, cause I also had some nagging injuries that are starting to go away. But the thing that I have been surprised about is I haven't lost muscle mass. Yeah. And I think that's probably because I worked out for so long.
1: You built that, that base.
0: I have a really good base cause I haven't worked out hard and lifted hard in two months. Yeah. but i haven't gotten that much thinner i've gotten yeah. like a little bit thinner but yeah. it's more like um like i don't know how to say it's more like a, a cleaner thinner it's, yeah I just look like i'm cleaned out a little bit like i don't have any inflammation left from lifting yeah because what can happen is is if you don't uh lift properly it can just be more of a, like a size thing and not really functional muscle mm-hmm. and so i think i cut some of that but i've I haven't really lost much function. Yeah. Like, when I went back and I was playing some basketball recently, like I found out I was able to jump better than I was before. Yeah. And so I think I kind of needed this break, mm. and, but I'm starting to get itchy. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I feel it.
0: Yeah. Sitting down and cause I'm a doer. Okay? Yeah. When it comes to working out, I love working out. Yeah. When did you start working out? All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed part one with Ryan. Part two is going to come out next week. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. Uh, I can't wait. It was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed this podcast. And next week we go even deeper into a bunch of different other topics. So be on the lookout for that. And then if you guys have any questions for me other the podcast, please, 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 I would love to hear from you guys. It's one of my favorite things is to hear from you guys on Twitter, Instagram. Their links are all going to be down below for me. Uh, and I hope you guys have an amazing week. I will see you guys on Friday for the Refresher Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. All right, guys. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.